Guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast. And today we're going to be going into the one minute interview, as you've read in the headline. We're going to be uh, talking about networking when you're just starting out. And then I'm going to give you my LinkedIn story. And then we're going to listen to a couple of people by the name of Ellie and Octavia meeting for the first time at a party. And what you'll do is you're going to be taking notes. And then you're going to be communicating those notes across to me. So we have a lot of tasks to do today, guys. So let's just get started. So before I do this, I need to hurry up and make sure I screen share. Because the last time I recorded uh, an audio, it did not work. So I'm going to have to make sure this remains on screen share so that you guys can hear it. So I don't have to edit and put all this craziness together next time. So without further ado, here it is. Christina W. is an entrepreneur and networking expert. She co-founded a networking website to help people find the work opportunities they really want. Many young people don't go to conferences and presentations. How should they start networking? For a start, I'd recommend making the effort to join a local club where you can find people with the same interests. I'd also suggest looking for voluntary work or helping out at community events for the same reason. Both these kinds of activities can potentially introduce you to useful contacts who might be impressed by your attitude and initiative. Even if you're naturally shy, you should be able to make small talk about the things you have in common. Ask questions and listen attentively to the answers. You might be able to use any personal information to restart a conversation when you make contact again. And when you're at an event, set yourself a target. Decide how many people to talk to and how many email addresses you're planning to ask for. Even if you later decide that the contact isn't worth following up, be courteous and email to say how it was a pleasure to meet that person. You never know. Further down the line, an opening in their company may come up and you want them to retain a positive impression of you. Is it worth taking a different approach and emailing someone at a company directly? Yes, but make sure you approach the right person in the hierarchy. One way to do this is by searching for their LinkedIn profile. It'll tell you what their current responsibilities are and what they've done previously. It may even say what they feel passionate about, a good hook if you're trying to find common ground. If you're still not sure who you should be talking to, call the company and ask them to point you in the right direction. How can you make sure your email gets read? No matter who you're writing to, remember that everyone is busy. Therefore, be specific about what you want. A vague... I'd like your help will see your email swiftly deleted. So, decide before you reach for the keyboard what you're asking for. Perhaps a week's work experience, or an internship, or a useful academic program. Keep things concise. You can always attach a further details can be provided on request line if you think it's necessary. How can you make sure you get a reply? It's human nature to want to feel important, so a bit of flattery can sometimes work. Explain to the person why you've selected them. Admit you've researched their LinkedIn profile and been impressed by their awards, or you've noticed a recent project success. After you've sent the email, wait for a few days before following up by phone. 
Chances are you won't be offered any immediate work, but it's a chance to make a good impression. Some one-to-one -one live conversation will always do this more effectively than a chat between avatars. You can ask politely if they'd mind you staying in touch. And what if things are going well, and the other person does want to extend the conversation? I can't stress enough that trust is vital, so however tempting it may be, do not inflate and embellish your achievements and qualifications, or you will risk destroying this. Show you've done your research and impress the other person with your knowledge of the company and its products. A bit of enthusiasm can go a long way. At the end of the conversation, thank them for taking time out to talk to you. Most people will have some empathy with your situation. After all, they've probably been there themselves. Ah, and there it is, people. You know, this is some really good information. I'm going to tell you about my LinkedIn story today. You know, I used to see a lot of viral posts with people from Africa, and I never used to comment on them, though. I don't know why. And I'm like, damn, man, that could have been missed opportunities. Those were missed opportunities because you have no idea the amount of connections I've made from that. So I'm going to give you an example. There was um, a girl. Uh, no, no, no. There was a, I commented on a photo sometime while I was out there in Korat, right? And when I commented on the photo, a guy quickly added me and he said, hey, I would like to learn English. And it was this guy from India. And he was a business consultant. And I was like, how'd you hear about me? He's like, oh, you commented on a photo. I said, oh my goodness gracious. See, I could have potentially missed out on a client because of that. You see how important that is? When it comes to LinkedIn, hashtags, using those different things, finding things that you're passionate about, what she, exactly what she was saying is crucial. Commenting and leaving positive reinforcement on comments and not being the bitcher, right? Because I see a lot of people on LinkedIn, especially Americans for some reason, if there's something very positive, they find any way to look at it negatively. And then they post a negative comment and then that creates digital dirt, which could ultimately creep up on them because those comments are forever. So, again, you know, today I found a girl. She's like, oh, I got 40,000 connections on LinkedIn. I said, oh, my God. And then she's trying to promote her Instagram, too, which is brilliant, by the way. Um, and so now it's just a matter of her, you know, building those connections and saying, hey, I'm over here. I'm in this country. And, uh, you know, I need someone from IT over here in Eastern Europe. I need some people down in Southeast Asia. She's just building her reputation significantly. And so I commented on that post. And then there was another guy that said, hey, you know, leave a like, leave a comment, say what you do, da, 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 da. And I saw that Gary V, an entrepreneur in America, he had done this before but no one really reached out to me. I think it was only one person out of like the 4,000 comments. So it wasn't very effective in general, but here on LinkedIn, I got four connections within 10 minutes, three guys from India. And there was an HR officer from, I'm not exactly sure where yet, but I'm trying to bring her onto my ESL podcast. See guys, this is where you can meet people right now going into the particulars. In terms of meeting people and building up that reputation from a very young age, she said, join a club, helping the community, right? And then she goes into the target email, the address, you know, the follow-ups, 
subject lines. I know all those particulars, which I'm going to be discussing in the Business English podcast coming up after these last segments, which uh, we're going to be completed this season five very soon. But nonetheless, um, join in the club. Engaging in some community activity. I've seen, I've seen a lot of people do some volunteering before. Um, and I love it because a lot of Thai people, they have a tendency of donating and, vol- and volunteering and whatnot. And this is really, really good because it's kind of like the Tough Mudder events. It's like, hey, I'm a volunteer. Hey, I'm a volunteer. Hey, I do this. Hey, I do that. This is how you can meet other like-minded individuals, right? And again, it's not just for resume building. I, re- I realized that I did this horribly, horrible NASCAR event back in 2008, if I'm not mistaken. And it was the most boring eight hours of my life, standing up, literally just looking at the, oh my God, it was terrible. And what did that ever do with my resume? Not much. And so again, volunteering at NASCAR, by all means, that's okay. I was just getting into the good graces of my girlfriend's father. But all in all, that didn't really help me. But creating my own foundation and setting up a higher vision to helping people around the world. See that right there, that's within my soul. So you guys can also figure that out. Now, what we're going to do, phase two, same podcast, same podcast. We're going to be listening to Ellie Octavia. They're meeting for the first time at a party. Number one, you have to write notes. The host of the party, who is it? Number two, what are their shared interests, okay? Number three, how will they stay in touch? All right, so this is the second segment that we're going to be doing. Unit 8. Hi, how's it going? Good. There are some really cool people here. Yes, there are. Marie always throws a great party. How do you know her? Marie? We used to go to high school together before we went on to university. Oh, so I know that she's really into her football. Were you in a team together? Me? No. Sport was Marie's thing, not mine. But we were both really into computers, I guess. We did a lot of coding, working on programs, that kind of thing. Really? So what field are you in now? Well, my company is involved in robotic engineering. We're looking at robots that can be used in search and rescue operations. That sounds awesome. I've been involved in robot design myself. It was one of the engineering projects we had to do at university last year. Did you see that viral video about the robot running? Hey, yeah, I know the one you mean. I was actually at a conference with the research team a couple of years ago. They made a lot of progress since then. It was incredible. So, are you still involved in programming or do you have a different role at the company? Still programming. Our challenge at the moment is to get our robots moving more efficiently. You know, they have to deal with all kinds of uneven surfaces in rescue operations. Yes, and I suppose you have to protect them from damage too. Uh, My name's Ellie Robson, by the way. Oh, Octavia Stern. Nice to meet you. You too. Look, I hope it's all right for me to ask, but would it be okay for me to have your phone number? Perhaps you could give me some advice about the industry. Sure, that'll be fine. Actually, if you give me your email address, I can send you a link to my online profile and website. There might be some useful information on there, and it's the best way to get in touch with me. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. 
first and foremost, love the music. Love the music, man. I was over here moving on my chair. I hope you guys were moving in whatever seat you were in. That's number one. Number two, guys, all native and non-native English speakers, this is how you sound interested. This is how you be interested. You have to be interested in the other person. This is a perfect and prime example how you can carry a conversation. It's not always about you, you, you. You need to ask those questions and ask the questions that relate to something that someone is passionate about. These two women did just that. And that is, um, this is a prime example how you could develop a conversation with someone you do not know. And, you know, if you just want to strike up something and you don't want to sound all weird, because a lot of people apparently in the world, they think a whole bunch of people are weird or weird or weird. But this right here, guys, I hope you could take real good notes. Go back, listen to it. Okay, question number one. Ooh, she asked about this. She retorted, and then she asked her something. Okay, and then she did this. She did this. This is how you become an effective conversationalist. Prime example. So guys, with that being said, woo, that was fantastic. If you guys have any other questions, please let me know. I'm going to stop share and hopefully those audios work or else I'm just going to lose it. But nonetheless, guys, man, thank you so much for tuning in to another wonderful ESL podcast. I'm thinking about doing an IELTS listening um, which is about something. I don't really know. It's about a conservation program. And then we're going to be doing a massive exam. This is going to be possibly a 40-minute podcast. We're going to be uh, discussing some things in terms of sports stars being born or made, uh, possibly even a writing task. We're going to do some photos, and we're going to do a listening task, too. I might even bring on one of my ex-students to do this with me. So who knows? Let's see how I feel. So with that being said, guys... Thank you so much for tuning in to another wonderful ESL podcast. Stay tuned for another one. I'm your host as always, over and out.